Welcome again to our podcast Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. My name is Yannick Pederschmidt and I'm leading the product success enablement team based out of Waldorf. In today's episode, I'm joined by Markus Ertelt from SAP and Lena Michel from our customer Comax. Lena is the project lead for the implementation of SAP S4HANA Cloud at the manufacturing plant in Grafenau as well as their digital business manager. Lena, welcome, or better said, welcome back after our joint podcast episode number 42. Hi, everyone. Nice to be here again. And of course, my dear colleague, Markus Ertelt, a product expert for manufacturing, supply chain, and discrete industries who's supporting me today as a co-host with this expertise. Hello, Markus. Hi, Yannick. Thanks for having me. So for today's episode, we want to continue a series and talk about the implementation at COMAX, how it's going, because this is where we stopped last time. But of course, before we start, as we're exactly two weeks before Christmas here in Germany, Lena, are you planning some days off? What are your wishes? <laughs> well, the first wish will be that we are going smooth through our cutover right now. Um, therefore, the team and I, we are going to have three or four days off, but Between, between Christmas and New Year's Eve, we are going to continue with our cutover. So more or less, there are only three days off, but I will try to enjoy them and stay at home, have a nice time with my family. And I hope everyone is doing well because of the pandemic right now. Thank you for sharing, Lena. Marcus, what about you? Of course, also working on the new release 2202. But uh, my family and I, we wanted to go to Berlin um, for Christmas to see my mom. It's probably not possible anymore because in Switzerland, we're on a high risk. And um, But it's, it's important. Um, everybody's healthy, so it doesn't really matter. It's snowed today, so maybe tomorrow I can go sledding with my son, so everything is good. And um, so, yeah, Christmas can come. Great, Christmas and come. But before that, let's get started with our podcasts. For a little recap, Lena, can you please tell us what Comac does? What is the purpose and the ambition of your company? And what is the plant in Grafena where you're working is producing exactly? Mm -hmm. of, of course. Uh, right now, Comac is a market leader within the field of automated, automated wire processing. And it's a Swiss company based in Lucerne with production facilities around the globe and around about 2,000 employees. And Comax is right now concentrating on four market segments, automotive, aerospace, telecom, and industrial. And especially in Grafenau, uh, in the middle of the Bavarian forest, at the Comax SLE, we are focused on the production of customer-specific solutions with around 250 employees. And in addition to that as well, quality tools and micrograph labs. Thanks a lot, Lena, for the introduction to Comax. And in the last episode, we talked a lot about the discovery phase. Now you moved on in the project and you went into the explore phase. How did you structure the explore phase and um, what's going on there? Uh, so basically, at the beginning, we had a lot of use cases and the output of our discovery assessment, which took place in October 2020. And after that, after going into the project, uh, we started with the explore phase and we defined our fit to standard workshops 
uh, based on our use case, we try to make like workshop packages based on different scope items together. Um, and we try to structure those packages along our use cases here and along our end-to-end -end process. And we really try to discuss the packages and as well the scope items with our project team that they really ensure or that we ensure the understanding of the topics covered in the different workshops. Uh, for us, it was pretty challenging because due to the pandemic, we had to do all the workshops remotely and it was a hard time for, for the entire project team because sitting in front of a monitor video calling six to eight hours a day was sometimes pretty hard for them, but it was a, we went through it pretty good with the workshops. You know, the explore phase is of course fundamental in the entire uh, methodology. Uh, what is, uh, according to you, the uh, what are the most important things, most important step uh, to know um, based on your experience and especially from a business user perspective? What would you share with us? Mm -hmm. So for us, it was pretty crucial that our business is really understanding the main processes behind the scope item so that they are able to like do the mapping between the scope item and our use case or our COMAX use case and that they are as well able to lap or to map them on a high level business perspective that they know which scope item to use and which end-to-end -end process since we are having a huge variety of different use cases as well. Um, for us, it was as well crucial to identify critical topics uh, and to structure them around the workshops as well. Um, to point out some integrative topics, so for example, the entire bomb handling for the entire end-to-end -end process um, and we really try to focus on those um, critical topics as well, that they are not going to be a showstopper during the entire project and really to structure them into or to put them between different workshops. Um, and on the other hand, it was very useful for us to block our users early enough for the workshop. So we really tried uh, four weeks before the workshops took place to really block them, that they really could concentrate on the workshop and then get out of their daily business and really go into the project, be able to perform their tasks and really to understand what the workshop is about and really to be in the workshop and in the topic and not somewhere in the daily business right now. Interesting, Lena. And um, in general, what are your experiences with configurations in S SAP S4HANA Cloud? So for us, the SSCUI approach is uh, giving a very good guidance for our business. And as well, you have limited configuration options. And if you have a business which really wants to like customize the system, the S4 is definitely the, the wrong system. But on our side, we were able to nearly bring every requirement into the system. And I think the configuration is, is very good and it's a good explanation. The consultants have a really good guidance with the SSCUIs and I think it's a it's a good, good overview for us. Um, in some cases, we had the feeling that there are a few limitations, but yeah, as I said before, that's if you're going to the standardized system, the consequence you're taking there but I think it's more the feeling on the on the business side that we may have needed or may need more configuration SSCUIs as well. More will come, Lena. More will come. 
And Lena, um, how did you handle the global settings? Or maybe I explain a little bit the global configuration settings. Mm -hmm. So from our side, um, there were a lot of global settings already defined from the previous rollout. So for example, the global currency right now, and um, we tried to really enforce or try to get the consultants into our COMAX defined global settings. They did a self-enablement on the COMAX uh, configuration, what is already in the system. And then they explained it to our team and then our team discussed the global settings and tried to understand them and already tested them in the system then. Um, then we had a few not defined global settings. So for example, within manufacturing, uh, we had a few of them because right now we are one of the main engineered water uh, locations right now. And therefore we had to set different other global settings and we just discussed them together with the global team from uh, Switzerland and then decided together what would be the perfect fit for the entire COMAX group for the global setting. And after going through the explore phase, all settings, so not only global settings as well, plant-based settings were approved from and reviewed from the global team that we have a broad understanding in the entire company about the configuration graph and all. Uh, Lena, you talked about global settings. Um, most people would know global settings in finance, like fiscal year, fiscal year variant, etc. Uh, but you are already on, you're as well on the production side, running MRP, advanced ATP. Can you allude a bit about the global settings on your end? Mm -hmm. um, so basically what you mentioned before, the finance line of business is very strong and full of global settings. Like I mentioned before, the global currency, for example, um, within the manufacturing area, there are a lot of global settings, for example, uh, the catalog for the lot size procedure, which is defined globally. Then on the other hand, the ATP check, where we only have three available ATP groups, which need to be transferred into every company. And therefore you need, for example, to harmonize the ATP check on a few uh, points there. And there are a lot of global settings uh, where you're coming over during the project. Thanks, Lena, for your explanation and going more into detail for the global settings when we come to also on a very important topic, migration of data. Did you already uh, migrate master data in your test system? And what are your experiences there? Did you use a specific tool from SAP or how did you do it? Mm -hmm. So basically we did the first migration already in the so-called sandbox system. And afterwards we made different rounds of migrating our data into the queue system. And then we used our migrated data for the testing that we ensure that our migrated data has the appropriate data quality. Uh, to be honest, it was a pretty hard time for the team because they needed to get used to all the SAP language, SAP attributes. And for them, it was a pretty good learning uh, time for the migration of the, of the queue system data. Um, what we basically did, we created our own software to extract the data from our legacy system and to do the mapping within the software. One of my colleagues did a pretty good job here and then he is doing all the, or he's running all the log logical checks within um, his tool and then the tool is directly bringing the data into the SAP migration files and afterwards we are uploading the migration files in the migration tool from SAP and then they directly 
go into the system, hopefully. <laughs> and another topic I'd like to address is, um, is authorizations. Uh, most of us, or many of us, would uh, remember the authorization in on-premise with the PFCG roles in the backends and the frontends. But of course, in the cloud, it's different. Right, same look and feel, theory, access, but uh, how is that working for you? Did you work with the standard business roles that are pre-configured because cloud is based on you know, fit to standard, pre-configuration? Uh, or what did you um, do to adjust to the needs of Comax? Mm -hmm. So basically within the testing, within the sandbox, we use the pre-configured standard roles as well in the queue system. And what we then did, we asked our business if there are any deltas, and then we slightly adjusted the roles. But all in all, we tried to go along the standard roles from SAP, but we had slight adjustments if our organizations, for example, structured a little bit different uh, to the provided SAP roles. When do you plan to move into the test phase, or are, maybe you're already in the test phase? We haven't mm -hmm. talked in a while. <laughs> yeah, so we are already finished with the test phase. So last week we've started with our cutover. Um, we moved into the test phase around about at the end of August after our queue gate. And right now the users are pretty familiar with the system and what we did or what was really an enabler for the entire project are uh, the integrative test sessions. And we really blocked the entire team, every line of business, every Tuesday and Thursday morning. We did put them together on site into one room and then they had different use cases to test. And it really helped the team to understand the entire end-to-end -end process and to understand uh, what is happening if I'm clicking on, for example, one button and what is happening, for example, in the controlling department there. And that was really one huge enabler for our business to really understand the system. And then at the end of October, we completed our solution walkthrough where the team really showed us a complete end-to-end -end process for a make-to-order scenario and as well different use cases which could occur during the uh, entire process. So, for example, adding some material or changing something within the production orders and they tried to test a lot of different uh, like use cases. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, so <laughs> being in the test phase and moving on, I assume maybe in January or something, you go for going live or maybe also then going into hypercare afterwards. Uh, one more question from my side, uh, do you still sleep well as a project manager? Uh, well, basically, since we are in the cutover and really in the last three to four weeks before I go live, it's kind of hard to get the entire sleep during night because there are a lot of open points you need to think through and be aware of. And since the time is getting closer for the go live, it's it's pretty hard right now, but we are having a great team here and they are supporting every step we are taking in the project. So I think we are good to go live right now. Good. That's a super tagline, Lena. Sleep well with SAP S for HANA Cloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as we're approaching Christmas, what's do you wish from SAP or concretely where do you see improvement especially in the SAP um, S4 HANA Cloud Activate methodology? Mm, from my perspective uh, we needed a lot of help for the mapping between our use case and the SAP use case um, to really understand what is or 
in other words, really to understand what SAP wanted to do with the best practice process. So, for example, if you have a best practice process, which differs pretty much from our current process, um, to really understand why does it differ so much and what do we need to change to really fit into the best practice process and therefore uh, helping to um, really map our use cases to the scope items was really helpful. So a lot of consultants, they tried it during the workshops and I think we did a good job here, but uh, therefore we had to take a few action items here. And on the other hand, the scope items, they are pretty much focused into one LOB. And I think within the activate methodology, there would be, or there need to be more integrative scenarios, more integrate, integrative testings at the beginning already, that you, for example, structure the fit to standard workshops on different topics integrative where you know you need, for example, controlling, manufacturing, logistic together. Um, yeah, and what we did together with SAP was uh, the Q gates, and I know there are uh, basically the Q gates from SAP, and we like developed our own COMAX QGate and it was pretty good to get our COMAX management together, get SAP management together, get the SAP team and my team together. And it was a pretty good approach because we were very focused on those QGates and were able to deliver the work we had to deliver that time. All right, Lena, noted. That's a few, that were a few good hints, actually, not only to sleep well with S4HANA, but to prepare even better the project. Lena, thanks very much for joining us today and sharing your insight in a second episode. Thank you very much for having me today. And of course, Marcus, thanks to you again for co-hosting this episode. Always a pleasure. You are welcome, Yannick, and uh, I had lots of fun today. Let me remind our listeners, this will be a series of several episodes where we will follow Comac's journey to SAP S4HANA Cloud on this podcast very closely. If you all enjoyed today's discussion as much as I did and would like to learn more, stay tuned for the next one. And as always, feel free to drop us an email via insightS4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. Goodbye.